The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, Style Sisters. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. We are continuing with our Summer of Lindas this week, sharing the story of one of my more perplexing clients. More on that in a minute. But first, you know, when I do these Lessons from Linda episodes, I never want the actual Lindas who have worked with me to feel like I'm calling them out and that I didn't love working with them because I will say it again, I have been so lucky throughout my whole career to work with amazing women. And a lot of times my job when I was in closets or in malls felt like kind of hanging out with a friend. And I learned so much from all of my clients, especially the ones who were challenging or had unique situations. And I feel like if I can learn about style from them, everyone can. So if you find yourself listening and thinking, is she talking about me? First of all, chances are no. But if I am, it's to help other women understand how to achieve effortless style. And I get so much feedback from women who identify their own challenge because of a Linda story. They see themselves in that Linda and go, oh, wait, that's what I'm struggling with. And I know that those women are just as grateful as I am to learn from your transformations. So thank you. All right, back to Linda. I always refer to this client as my fourth dimension of fashion, Linda. She called me, as lots of Lindas do, because she was just frustrated and stuck. No matter what she bought, she never had anything she wanted to wear. She shopped a lot, but she also struggled a lot. There was nothing really notable about why she was struggling. She had enough money, so budget wasn't the issue. Her kids were older elementary and middle school, so being in those like weird baby years, that wasn't the issue. She had time to shop. That wasn't the issue. Looking over her questionnaire, it wasn't obvious what the problem was. So I figured I'd just figure it out when I got there. Sometimes you just got to wing it. I was working with Linda in the summer, and if you know anything about D.C. summers, you know they can be downright miserable. Hot, yes, but that is not the worst part. The humidity can be absolutely unbearable. It's the kind of humidity that makes your eyeliner run and your hair frizz, and it can make it really miserable to find clothes that feel good. This turned out to be a part of Linda's issues, which, friends, I can fix a lot of things, but the weather is not one of them. So I got to Linda's house and we did the little chit chat that we do. We got set up and got to work. The only thing body-wise that she was unhappy with was her legs. She didn't love showing them off. I thought, okay, we can work with that. Again, I, I thought we could, but it quickly became apparent that we could not, in fact, work with that. She didn't want to wear shorts, 
skirts or dresses that ended above the knee because they showed off her legs. She didn't like midi dresses and she found maxi dresses overwhelming and fussy. She didn't want to wear pants because it was hot. She didn't want to wear linen pants because they got wrinkled. She didn't want crops or capris because they cut her legs off and made her look, in her words, stumpy. So I asked, what would work for you? And she said, I don't know. That's why you're here. Okay, again, not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at clothes. I know a little bit about clothes, but I don't know what to put on the lower half of your body that isn't pants, shorts, skirts, a dress, capris, crops, or culottes. It doesn't exist. Like I said, this magical garment was the fourth dimension of fashion. She had some neckline issues too. She didn't want a high neck, but she didn't want to show her chest at all. Even a shallow V-neck or a small scoop kind of felt revealing, but boat necks made her shoulders feel too broad. Crew necks made her chest feel too big. I asked her to describe the perfect neckline to me. Even if it wasn't something that we could find in stores, if she could make it up, what would it be? She said she had no idea, but again, that's what I was there for. And again, I was like, I don't know what a non-high neck that doesn't show any skin would be. I can't invent styles to magically solve all these conflicting problems. It was a fairly frustrating day, and I was kind of dreading our shopping appointment the following week because I knew that when we were looking in stores, what we would find is shorts and skirts and linen pants and crops and capris and culottes and dresses. Like that's what's out there. And if those didn't work, what were we going to do? I have to say though, our shopping trip went a little bit better than I expected. We found this sweet spot on her leg. Everyone has one and you should know yours. And we discovered that really long Bermuda shorts bordering on pedal pushers that kind of covered her kneecap felt okay for her. We found one style of top that was a generous crew neck, not quite a scoop, and we bought it in all the colors. I discovered that her main issue with dresses, besides showing her legs, was the summer thigh chafe. And I get it, sister, that is unpleasant. But again, we found dresses that hit in that right spot. And then we got her some slip shorts to put underneath and mitigate the fire inside the thigh, which is super unpleasant. For tops, we also found that split V-necks, as long as it was a very small split, solved the high neck slash open neck neckline issue. Those are always hard to find in stores, but luckily the mall we were shopping in had a tailor that I had befriended over the years. So we popped in there to ask him if he could turn a crew neck or a boat neck into a split V if we brought some t-shirts in. He kind of looked at us like we were crazy and charged her a ridiculous amount as mall tailors usually do, but she ended up with a few tops she felt really good in. She struggled with button front shirts too, even though she kind of loved that look because one button's too high, two buttons are too low. I've worked with so many women who have that same issue where the buttons are placed just isn't the right spot for you. But we had that same tailor put little snaps between the two buttons in a way that they couldn't be seen from the outside. And voila, button front shirts were suddenly an option. I don't feel that Linda had this like amazing transformation and all of a sudden she was open to all the styles, but I do feel like she got closer to finding things that met all of her requirements and allowed her to get dressed in the morning. She finally had clothes that she wanted to put on. And to me, that was a huge success. 
There are a couple of things I want you to take away from my time with this, Linda. First, there is no fourth dimension of fashion. I often hear from women that they want clothes that highlight their curves but don't show their body. Those two things are kind of opposite, and it's really tricky to get them both. I also hear from women who are losing weight that they want clothes that fit well and don't look frumpy, but they also don't want to buy new clothes until they've reached their goals. I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the show, and I said that the inspector gadget outfits that you're looking for, they just don't exist. You have to be realistic about what you want your clothes to do and do for you and see if your expectations are competing. Often it's helpful to write things down. Seeing it on paper instead of in your own mind can help you look at the problem a little bit more logically instead of just using feelings about what you want. And then what you've got to do is look at stores. Are there clothes that will accomplish both of your ideals, both of your goals? If they're not, we're going to talk about what to do in a minute. All right. The second thing I want you to take away is that when you are difficult and picky, and it's okay to be difficult and picky, but when you are, if you find something you like, buy it in every dang color. This is usually a strategy I advise against because it's a really quick path into a style rut. But this Linda was so difficult to shop for that the chances of finding lots of different styles that worked for her and that she felt comfortable in and wanted to wear were pretty unlikely. In this case, a style rut was kind of secondary to just getting her dressed every day. I myself am picky and difficult about necklines. So when I find a layering piece with a neckline I like, I do stock up. I want to encourage everyone to be open and try new things, but you first just need to be able to get dressed. Save branching out to new styles for your glow up 2.0. Third, and finally, there may be no fourth dimension of fashion, but there's always a third way. It might take more time and effort to find it, and you might have to enlist a tailor to help you perfect what you want, but don't give up. I always say that the best thing about fashion right now is that whatever you need, it's out there. So don't just accept that there is no neckline that will work for you. Figure out what is working and can you tweak it a little bit. One of the most important questions I asked Linda was, if you could design it, what would it look like? Write that down and then ask a tailor, hey, could you make something like this happen? Chances are they probably can. All right, that is it, friends. But speaking of tailoring, we will be back next week with an episode on sewing your own style with a special guest so many of you asked for. It's going to be a good one, and we'll see you then. Have a great week, everybody. See you next time. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.